Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. Humans are so weird. You're obsessed with the past. You don't see me freaking out about ENIAC, do you? Get over it. Have a nice flight. Treasure Hunter Cameron, how are you doing today, honey? Feeling rich and... Douchey. Douchey. <laughs> I, I, we're back. We're back. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, we, it's been a while. Yeah. It's weird, kind like of. Like three weeks, I think. I think it's three weeks. Sorry about that, but we... We, told, we, had, we had a lot going on. Yeah. And, and I don't even remember it all now. It was uh, three weeks of just chaos. It was chaos. It was holidays. We had kids. We had family. Mm-hmm. We had douchey baristas we had to deal oh, with. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy was great. <laughs> Do you want to tell, share the barista story? Yeah, we'll share the barista story. <laughs> We're going to, we'll keep the names of the institutions vague. vague. Because it is. Because it has three different names for a <laughs> billboard. So we don't actually know what it is called. It's a, it's a mom and pop coffee I shop. I don't think it is. It's maybe just a pop pop coffee shop. <laughs> it's an old man, and he's got like one name is name for a sign on the road, like mm-hmm. well, this is Bill's Coffee. Right. But then you go to like Bill's Coffee, and it's called like George's Coffee. It's very bizarre. But but it's more even more extreme than that. It's yeah. like totally different names. So exactly. They, so whatever name is on the road is not the name of the time. So we, we go into this place. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh, a coffee shop. Well, actually, first, my mother was the first in there. Yeah. And, and we've been kind of wanting to try this place because it's a new coffee shop. Mm-hmm. We're trying to try local yeah. stuff. And my my mother walks in and she says, do you have a menu? Yeah. And this guy. This guy goes, we sell coffee. And my the mom. The end. <laughs> Full my, stop. And my mom was like, uh, oh, okay. So... <laughs> So, it was, so there was no menus of any types of coffee, okay? No, no. Like none, none. Nothing like no that. No sizes. Nothing. No what he does. Nothing, nothing. Any, anything. So, you know, and there's like four or five other people who walked in, just happened to walk in at yeah. like the same time we did. Yeah. And we were also on a rush to like, we were taking We had a, a like, place to be. We had a place to be. It was like about an hour drive. So yeah. all we wanted to do was just, it was kind of later in the day. We wanted a cup of coffee because we were going to yeah. be up late. So we were like, mm-hmm. let's get a cup of coffee before we go. So we just happened to make it in before these other people. Yeah. And my nephew was the first to order. And this guy, and he's like, I think he just, I think he just tried to order. Yeah. And and the guy was like, well, I'd really like to do a flavor profile. I don't like making coffee without knowing your flavor profile. So what proceeds? (laughs) We, the way I had figured it, it was like four o'clock or so, a little before four when we walked in there. And I was like, well, with the drive, we're going to be at our destination at 4.45. Yeah. We did not leave there Uh until 4.45. Yes. That is how long it took to get a simple cup of coffee. One one flavor profile. And remember, there's like five people behind us. And like, I really don't think my nephew should have like indulge this guy whatever but he's young and that's fine yeah but like (laughs) but like so then it gets to be my turn oh and hold on before we even get there what's your flavor profile before we even get there your nephew doesn't even know what his flavor profile is even after all that he's like i don't know i was never told yeah he never told him he never told him so like i understand (laughs) if you take like a long time to figure out the exact type of coffee yeah that you want and this guy hits it yeah. And you're like, and he's like, this is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that every time you go in there, if you're a local, yeah. you could be like, hey, Jack, give <laughs> me the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, or he has it ready for you because yeah. he recognizes you as a, that, yeah. no. My, my nephew's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was. He just gave me coffee. It's fine. <laughs> so then you get to go. <laughs> so I get to go and I was like, you know, I'm not doing this flavor profile crap. No. It's already like 4.30 yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I've been standing here for ages. Yeah. 
And I was like, um, I, I looked at the syrups on the back and I yeah. saw gingerbread. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'll just ask for a gingerbread latte. Yeah. And I was like, so I want a small gingerbread latte. And he looks at me like I have 10 dicks growing out of my forehead. Yeah, if not 11. If not 11. <laughs> like, he gave you the most scathing. Oh, my just God. Just like, how <laughs> dare you? It was horrendous. <laughs> and, and he's still looking at me like that. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah? Yeah. I really want to do a flavor Provence. Just give me my coffee! And we're like, we don't have another 20 goddamn minutes to go through <laughs> another flavor profile. Oh, my God. And he's like, it's really sweet. Do you like it sweet? Yes, I do! I'm the victim. I like a lot of cream in my coffee. It's like, I know how I want my coffee. My coffee has to look like milk. Only lightly tanned. <laughs> That's it. It's like... I know you're trying to like project this like like pretentious artsy thing about yeah. the coffee, but it's like I actually know what I like. Yeah. <laughs> so then you finally got him to get you your coffee. So yeah. then it's my turn, yeah. and I'm trying to be as simple as possible. Yeah. And I'm like, I would like, <laughs> you know, uh, a, a cold brew. Yeah. And like I'm like this much cream, this much vanilla. Yeah. Whipped cream, which you never fucking put on. No. And I he, really need to do the flavor profile. Just make my coffee. And he's like, could you try some of this vanilla syrup? We it's, get it from New Zealand. So it's a little bit more powerful. Than those branch. Oh, my God. Things. And, like, I'll tell you what. The coffee was fucking gross. <laughs> it was so gross. But I just was like, fine. Like, he's like, you want to try? He's like, try that for me. Uh. And I was like, I tried it. And it, like, hit my gag reflex. And I was like, it's great. 20 bucks, here we go. It was probably more than that. It was like yeah. 30 bucks, I think. Yeah. And I was just like, let's get out of here. And we left at what time I thought we would be arriving. At our destination. At our de- destination. Yeah. And there was still, I, I felt so bad for, the, I mean, like, had I been those people, I would have left, to be yeah. quite honest with you. Oh, yeah, me too. I would have waited. There's no way I would have waited 40-something minutes for no. three people to order a cup of coffee. Yeah. And he was the only person there, too. And then what was funny, and, and like, he never has any people in his parking lot no. by the way he's not gonna survive no he's not the year because but, he's a jerk well that's the thing he's like a jerk. he's like next time i'd really like to spend he's, more time okay. with you we can laugh and joke and he's the worst kind of liberal yeah, <laughs> yeah. the worst kind <laughs> yes 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 yeah yes, yes. Like, <laughs> like, wow, really pretentious about dumb coffee. And then he had some crazy, like, action movie blaring yeah. on this TV. And he's like, bring in your kids. Um, no, they're saying, they're dropping F-bombs faster than I do. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I'm not bringing in my kid to watch this. He's like, we could just hang out. Like, like it was like, he was like looking for friends. It's like, no, I want coffee, asshole. <laughs> and I definitely don't want to be your friend. You're a pretentious little bitch. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, so that, that's a little <laughs> bit about what we've been going through. <laughs> Profile. What's your flavor profile? I want profile? everyone to send us their flavor profiles. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically, he basically did one of our little, uh, our uh, our quizzes yeah. for coffee. <laughs> and, and my nephew just was like into it, but like, yeah. but I don't, I, I don't get it. I would never, no, never, never. No. Especially with people waiting you know, behind me. You can order so many bizarre things from Starbucks and they don't bat an eye. I want a judgment-free <laughs> coffee shop. Judgment-free zone. <laughs> Basically, I want Judgment-free zone. I wanted to taste... Like my dentist. Judgment-free free. zone. Yeah, certain certain businesses should be judgment-free. <laughs> the dentist. The, de- the coffee shop. The gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if record shops still existed, you know, like I, shops, I don't yes. want to hear anything. Comic book shops, yes, judgment free zones, judgment free zones. That's right. But anyway, uh, in I guess we should fill in some things that we've watched in the meantime. We've continued with Willow. I've I, dropped that down to a five out of ten, and the reason why it's still higher than it should be mm-hmm. is because I love the original movie. Uh, oh, That's it. Nostalgia is really playing a, yeah. a big. However, heavy, heavy I don't like what they've done to Willow. They keep calling him a hack or a farmer they or useless or powerless. Not not to like bring bring up a sore subject like pop pop culture subject, mm-hmm. but they kind of are pulling a bit of a Last Jedi with yeah. Willow, mm-hmm. where with like a Luke like he's kind of filling in the Luke Skywalker yeah. as like. This person that was supposed to be this heroic figure... Is not. He's, he's actually quite pathetic. He's actually not as good as you thought he was. Yeah. He's kind of a little bit of a failure yeah. and a quitter. And yeah. I mean, like, I think Willow comes off a little better than Luke does. Yeah. And, like, yeah. 
He's not, we won't get at him. least he's not sloppy. <laughs> at least he's not drinking green milk. That scene is us. disgusting. <laughs> you hate that scene. Oh, this is disgusting. Oh my god. <laughs> you hate that scene. So oh much. my god. <laughs> but like, I was never even a big Luke Skywalker fan, but yeah. because of that scene, I'm like, you've destroyed him. <laughs> That's it. That was the scene. That was the scene. Everything else could work. I think tonally. Mm-hmm. It does have issues. I think they are really trying to reach a YA audience. Yeah, it's definitely not made for us. It's not made mm-hmm. for us. And I think it's weird to try to make a YA series from a show that features heavily with millennial yeah. nostalgia. Yeah, like it. it's supposed to be made for us because it's Willow, but it's not. Yeah. It's made for a different generation. Yeah, and it's like, but well, they don't have any connection to the yeah, source material. Yeah, but it's Willow. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's weird. Like, we were talking about it yesterday. I mean, like, I like it. I like it enough that we're still watching it. Yeah. I kind of want to see where it's going. Yeah. But every once in a while, the story seems to get sidetracked to do yeah. bits. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's so weird yeah. that they just don't fit. They'll stop the story just so they that they can make a joke. Like a literal bit, like, that like doesn't, a skit. Yeah, like a skit <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, and you're like, what are we doing here? Well, yeah, like, why are we, we stopping the flow of the what happened here? Why is for this? Why is this here? And then they started putting, like, those pop songs in the show. Yeah, in the show. So then they started leaving, leaning heavily into that, and it's and very like, confusing. And, like, I enjoy that when it's, like, a night's tale. Yeah. Like, I think it worked then. Yeah. But, like, they never integrated it well into the show to begin with. It's yeah. literally, like, episode four, and all of a sudden there's, like, a pop yeah. punk song in the middle of the show. And you're yeah. like, what's happening here? Yeah, exactly. It was normally at the end. Which I was okay Which I was okay with, but was I was jarring like, initially, it but needed I got to it. have been there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't necessarily know if I can. I, I don't know who I would recommend it for. I would just say, I'm watching it because I want to see where it's going. Right. Like you said, I really like Warwick Davis. Yeah. I really like Willow mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. The last episode was everybody dropping truth bombs about their past. <laughs> like it was literally like everything was like, hey, what you thinking about? <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> then like. Every, it was like every permutation of characters right. were getting together to have this like soul bearing moment. It was, but like, again, then there'd be like a bit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's so. Oh, weird. and we finished watching uh, the Dragon Age Absolution, oh, and yeah. I bumped it up to a seven because yes. the last ep was very much Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot we watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, in movie news, we finally, finally. Well, I guess the two I would talk about is Black Adam. Okay. And Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, right. I was busy playing that Fire Emblem Warriors game that you got me. So I was only paying attention half of the time. Yeah. Because apparently it's not turn-based. Yeah. I found... So I couldn't just pause in the middle of my tactical battle. I found... I I still find it weird that The Rock was playing a Middle Eastern character. (laughs) I still think that's a bit weird. Right. Well, how many times are you going to bring a no-dead fair? And he's like 50 at this point. Right, yeah, yeah, I know. But I know. you know what? You can find new ones. Well, I thought I thought the guy who played the villain in it could have played Black Adam mm. if they wanted to. Right. Like, I think he he had the look. Now, I think... was he called Black Adam because his clothes are black, or what's what's the story <laughs> what's there? The story about that. Well, <laughs> uh, I don't really know. I don't know much about. Black okay. I don't know a lot about DC comics. To okay. be I'm, I've actually just started reading all the event comics from, say, 2005 to present. Okay. To kind of, like, get myself more into, like, modern DC. Mm-hmm. And I actually read, um, I think it's 52 or whatever. It was a weekly comic they did around that t- period. Okay. And, like, it's a bunch of different stories. Some are good, some are bad. Mm-hmm. The stuff about Rene Montoya, so the question was really good. But they also have a lot of Black Adam, which I'm actually quite glad I read before okay. I saw the movie. Because then I was like, oh, okay, I, I get his deal. You right. Know? But, like, it's so weird to me because DC will make the darkest Superman movie <laughs> in the world. And then there's, like, a character like Black Adam who's, like, born out of, like, darkness right. and angst. And they're like, let's tell a joke every five seconds. <laughs> I'm like, you... What is up with your tone, DC? I don't get what you're doing. Um, but Jake, our son, really enjoyed it. Okay. I think it worked for kids. Okay. I, it was fine for me. 
Love and Thunder. Okay, now I've I've got a I've got real problems here. With Love and Thunder yeah. or Black Adam? Love and Thunder. Okay. I didn't really watch Black Adam. I wasn't okay. paying attention. Yeah, you were had no interest in no. that. It was also weird because Black Adam is a Shazam villain and like right. they tried to ignore that through the whole thing. <laughs> it's weird. And Shazam is one of like the better DC movies. <laughs> it's so weird. Like like they have a success and they're like, let's shy away from that one. <laughs> we like our failures. They're dark. <laughs> like they just like being like like humiliated. They're like humiliation king. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, go ahead. You were gonna say Okay, so Firstly, I was pissed off that she didn't really earn the hammer. That was a problem that, for me. That really got me. I, because it was like, oh no, I want you to always protect her. I wasn't reading modern comics. So that really pissed me off, honestly. Yeah, I wasn't reading modern mm-hmm. comics through that whole Mighty Thor, mm-hmm. Jane Foster as Thor. So I don't know how close that is to what happens in the comic. Right. But yeah, it is really, I think, problematic. Yes. To say Thor, she only got her power because Thor basically granted her yeah. power. Yeah. So the man. Because he told the hammer what to do. He's like, protect her. Yeah. So it wasn't that she picked up the hammer and was inherently worthy of it. Yeah. She was able to pick up the hammer because of Thor's worthiness. Yeah. Said, hey, this is a special exception. It's yeah. not even like Captain America who was so good that he yeah. could pick up the hammer. Exactly. So, so that was that was a problem. Then it was so stupid. So stupid. Like, and you know, I like stupid things, yeah. but this was beyond stupid. It, the, yeah. There's there's a point where st- stupid is funny sometimes, mm-hmm. but not all at once. Yeah. And there was so much stupid that it was not funny. And it felt, I think you said at one point that it felt almost disrespectful. Well, we're not there yet. Okay, go ahead. I'm setting up how the rest of it was uh, so stupid. <laughs> okay, tell me more. That then, spoiler. Jane dies. Yes. And it's it cheapened everything about her. Yes. She was useless. Yeah. I mean, I, I it was infuriating mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to have this so-called heroine who was only granted powers because Thor deemed her worthy. Yeah. Again. And then she dies while a bunch of screaming goats are running by. Yeah. Yeah. Like. There were so many, like, sight gags. It was infuriating. Like, this is a movie that had, like, extended scenes Mm -hmm. of Russell Crowe talking about a huge god orgy. Yeah. Like, incessantly about it. Incessantly. Like, like they said, oh, let's talk about the god orgy. It's like, okay, it's not really funny, but I get it. Because, like, gods were into that. And then five times later, they're still talking about god orgies. Like, just won't let it go. Yeah. Will not let it go. And and then they have, like you said, like, the screaming goats. Mm -hmm. That are just, I mean, like, that is part of the comics, is part of the mythology. Yeah. I get that. But not, they weren't screaming. Yeah. They made them even more. Stupid. Basically, they're like, oh, They that's made a, them stupid. Yeah, they were basically, uh, they were like, oh, these, that's a stupid image mm-hmm. that Thor had a chariot pulled by goats. Let's really lean into how stupid that is. And it's like, you could have just ignored it. You mm-hmm. just made it annoying. And then it's like all in service to the story about yeah. this woman who was dying of cancer and actually yeah. making a heroic sacrifice. Yeah. So like I said in my letterbox review, mm-hmm. it's like I wish who had made the second half of the movie had made the first half. So yeah. I thought the second half still had the Marvel humor, right. but it was toned down enough mm-hmm. that it allowed for more heart. Yeah. And I thought like the end, spoiler, I, well, I don't want to really spoil too much of it, mm-hmm. but we've said she has cancer and she's dying. Yeah. She dies. I mean, she dies. She dies. Like I thought that was really sad and yeah. I thought that was very impactful the way they handled that yeah. but it's like the first half of the movie just like no, it ruins was, the rest of it it was horrible it's so I don't it was know, horrible mind boggling that that was allowed to happen mind boggling it was the worst I've seen since Iron Man yeah you, oh yeah and Iron Man's very sexist and I and, really hate Iron Man yeah yeah. So, <laughs> well, like uh, Dan Slott, he's the uh, Marvel writer. He's written yeah. for Spider Man, and he wrote the She Hulk run that you right. really like. I love it. And he was defending She Hulk from all the mm-hmm. people who were like, "Oh, she shouldn't be twerking," and blah blah blah. <laughs> and he was like, "Look at Iron Man One, the one you guys like so much. Yeah. She was twerking for fun with a friend. Yeah. For herself. Mm-hmm. In Iron Man One. He has he's getting drunk with Rhodey and he yeah. has his uh, flight attendant start stripping for him yeah. for his pleasure. Yeah, exactly. and you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah, because so, it's sexism, pure and simple. Yeah, so a woman can't have fun. 
Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I know that the the television show mm-hmm. side of the Marvel universe mm-hmm. gets a lot of flack, but to be honest with you, good, bad. I still think the television shows that have been released this year, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. She Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, Moon Knight, uh, all that stuff. I still think that was better mm-hmm. than. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, my God. That movie was awful. Doctor Strange. That movie was awful. <laughs> I mean, I haven't. We haven't seen Wakanda forever yet, and I've heard good things about it. And, like, I kind of expect that one to be a little better. Yeah, they better treat it with some dignity. I mean, like, I think just based on, like, the real-world situation yeah. that they're Yeah, dealing exactly, with, because he died. Yeah. Give him some fucking respect. So, I, But I think, like, that had yeah. to go into the filmmaking. It's like, mm-hmm. well, we have to respect this character and this yes. actor. Yes. So... We're not going to have screaming goats. Yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit more respectful. But, like, yeah, I, 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 from what I understand, Marvel's supposedly taking a step back. They're not going to try to release so many movies per year. Good. And work on quality rather than quantity. Good. Which is, I think they need to do. They need to do that. Yeah. Because they've gone downhill so fast. But we're not here to talk about that. I mean, I could talk about that forever. I could. I could. I could Honestly. Do, I could I'm not even, like, fans of this stuff, but I will <laughs> talk about it because it's infuriating. It just, it, it just gets annoying when it just feels like you're being fed trash. Yeah. Like, they'll buy anything. Yeah, exactly. We're going to make a billion dollars. Just mm-hmm. get, we're not, we don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the new Bad Batch dropped. Oh, right. The yeah. new Bad Batch dropped. That's always oh, fun. Oh, and we finished up Star Trek Prodigy, which I don't know if yeah. we've ever talked about here. It's I a, think we did. Which we found out is... Made by a the same people who did Troll Hunters. Troll Hunters, yeah. yeah. Well, a couple of the writers. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, that that was good. Not was Guillermo cute. del Toro, that but like good. the the Hagmans, I believe. And yeah, I, yeah. It's a couple of brothers. Kevin and oh my gosh, Maddie, Matt. I want to say it starts with an M. Yeah, but like two of the writers, or two of the main writers of yeah. Troll Hunters are doing this. This feels slightly more kitty than yeah. Troll Hunters. Yes. Yeah. Um, Troll Hunters feels very much solid YA, where this yeah. feels a bit more tween. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. I yeah. liked it. That you know, good. I wouldn't necessarily. I like what it. they did at the end of season two. Yeah. Well, it's all one season. It's just split up oh, early in the right. two. Right. Well, but the yeah. end of it. Yeah, I really like. I appreciated the last, that. Honestly, I liked the last few episodes a lot. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Yeah, the second half of season one or whatever is pretty good. Um, oh, and the return of Old Enough on Netflix. Oh, oh my, my god. god! Oh my god! Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Old Enough for a moment. Okay, so the other night, as always, we had just finished Star Trek Prodigy, yeah, and we were looking for something to watch at that's night. That's lighthearted. I don't like to go to bed watching anything that's heavy. No, of course, or dramatic are, or whatever. To, right? You know, I like to go to sleep with a smile on my face. Yeah. So I wake up beautiful as always. Mm-hmm. You're gorgeous as always. Secret. Gorgeous as always. Go to bed smiling. So I, so we had to find something that would lift our spirits, and you know, and we were like, oh, season two of Old Enough's on. We should we should watch that. And it starts off, and it's like this episode was filmed in 1991, and I was like, that's weird. That's really old. No, a lot of them have been really. I guess I guess they have. Yeah, I guess they have. And I was just like, wow, that's a long time ago. Those those people probably have kids by now. Womp womp. Okay, let's let's skip to the forehead of it. (laughs) So basically, this season has decided to give updates on where these kids. are are now yeah so we watched this first one it's really cute and Mm -hmm. he's i mean this is a spoiler but so skip ahead if you're gonna watch it but (laughs) he's really cute and he's got this loving mother who's like worried about Mm -hmm. him whatever and it skips ahead so it goes from 1991 to 2000 whenever this was actually released and he's an adult now and he works at a uh, he's a mechanic he's a mechanic he's happy with his life And then he, then they he follow goes, him to like a cemetery, a shrine, a shrine to to his ancestors, and, and like we were like, oh, they, crap. they framed it to where he's praying to his ancestors, and you're like, oh, that's nice. His mother is buried here as well. What? Yes. <laughs> what? And then he's crying. Crying. And it turns and, out his mother uh, died of cancer like five years after this was filmed. Yeah. He was like 14 years yeah. old when she died. Oh no, yeah. I mean 10. I guess 10 years yeah, or 10 whatever. Years. He was, like, about 14, so, like... Yeah. Like, when he was in high school. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God. It was heartbreaking. And then the next one was a kind of, like, rough, too. Yeah, they were all rough. <laughs> like, something horrible had happened. To, oh, it was the one with this, like, 
the boy who had a crush on this girl. Oh my god. Yeah, and yeah, and he he's a grown grown up now, and he's working in his publishing industry. Mm-hmm. And he, they asked like the the women who work with him, like, and what they were you? like, he's plain, he's plain. bento boy. <laughs> That's what they call him. They call him bento, bento boy, boy because he brings a bento box to work. And, and I was like, oh my god, are you seriously being that much of a bitch on it, TV? Uh, <laughs> oh my god, like he couldn't say. Anything nice? Nothing. It just was, he's plain and boring. He's plain and boring. And, Those were the exact words. And he just kind of like laughs it off, and I'm like, wow. Holy crap. Wow. These women are the worst. <laughs> like, wow. You need to quit wow. that job, sir. Wow. Um, there was something else I felt like. We, I guess we should get into what we're actually talking about here today. Do, yeah. Do we? Oh, oh yeah. What we're what's going on here? <laughs> we watched finally. The show Blood and Treasure on yeah, Paramount right. Plus. And, oh, I had written Blood and Thunder. <laughs> Blood and Thunder. <laughs> um, do you want to give a show synopsis on it really quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> an antiquities expert teams up with an art thief to catch a terrorist who funds his attacks using stolen <laughs> artifacts. Okay, first of all, we had to get into the fact that Paramount <laughs> Plus started us with episode one of season two. Yeah, so it- we were watching this whole recap until you were finally like, Wait, there shouldn't be a recap. This is a pilot. <laughs> this is a pilot. And it gave a huge spoiler. Huge spoiler. So I was like, well, yeah, of course he's the evil guy. <laughs> like, like, at first, it was like, there's like skip recap or whatever. And I was like, I was thinking it was like Buffy or something. Like yeah. I said to you, like, we're like, in once a generation, yeah. the Slayer is one. Like, yeah. it was just giving us basic I thought there was a movie yeah. that it was based on. Yeah, like a pilot movie yeah. or something. And it was like, just in case you didn't see the movie. Yeah, here, here it is. Here, 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 here we it are. is. Yeah. No, no. For some reason, no. it just skipped us right to season two. <laughs> Even though we had not seen a lick of it. And, like, in immediate, we were laughing about the fact that, about, it's like an art thief and an FBI agent out to get a terrorist. The exact quote oh. is, and I wrote it down, treasure hunting squad to take down the terrorist. <laughs> a treasure hunting squad to take down a the, te- terrorist. the terrorist. Now, the oh, terrorist. Oh, and I also wrote down, because on Paramount Plus, it says this was made in 1969. <laughs> Not a great sign. <laughs> Not a great when sign. You're, it was made like three years ago, guys. It was like you're streaming. It doesn't even take place in 1969. <laughs> I, I know, but it's like you're streaming exclusive TV show. You guys made it. And you say it was made in 1969. Well, it's like, yikes. Okay. And you were like, well, maybe it takes place in 1969. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how that works. <laughs> Who knows when it takes place? I'm watching There's Excalibur, so many flashbacks. 500 AD. I think it's from like 2014 to 2023. Yeah. I don't know when it takes place, honestly. Yeah. Because oh. half the time they don't even tell you you're in a flashback or the time or date on that flashback. I learned a trick. <laughs> if they go to 2016, yeah. everything will look the same. If they go to 2017, there will be a hazy gauze over everything, like you're going into heaven. Okay. And then uh, present day looks the same as 2016. Yeah, okay. check. Okay. <laughs> 2017 was a weird year, apparently. <laughs> the sun was a little brighter that year. It's but, a little bit more pollution than usual. I wish, though. Yeah, but like you said, they're, they're, unless it's something to do with the way... Paramount Plus does its commercial breaks. Uh-huh. But there was one in particular where yeah. we were in modern day. We went to a she commercial. She had stolen a car. Yeah. And I was wondering if she's going to put down uh, a towel on top of and the broken then glass. They, they, and then they arrived together at a new location yeah. to talk to a guy. At com- in completely different clothes, completely different time of day. And I said, I had assumed they had just driven, driven there. from this car and to I this new like, location. And I was like, oh, I guess they had just cut that part out yeah no this was a flashback of her dad dying now normally that's what i'm saying normally they they would put like a map of the world yeah. that says 2016 20 yeah. so i'm wondering if the commercial but i'm like guys, no guys this is your streaming service <laughs> you're in control of the commercial breaks trying to fix it if that's right. the problem but it didn't seem no. like you said it didn't no. seem, they just assumed you to go along with it yeah that we're in a flashback now yeah it was very and difficult. it took like I don't know, three or four minutes into the scene for us to finally identify yeah. where exactly it was in the timeline of the show yeah. because they were trying to chase a specific terrorist, terrorist. Yeah. that we had only heard of in passing yes. that had happened in the past. Yes. So we were like, oh, they haven't caught this him yet. This is a yet, flashback. So this has to be in the past. Yeah. And there was no other, whether it was 2016, the bright and sunny 2017, yeah. or present day, mm-hmm. there was nothing about their characters that mm-hmm. had changed. Nothing. He had the same level of scrub. Yep. 
which I don't think is FBI legal. No. What what so there was nothing. Same really... types of clothes. Everything was the same. And my my biggest problem with this show was why she's helping him. Well, then we find out because here's what we find out: he's the direct cause of her father dying. Yeah, it's not like oh, oops, like yeah, this is like he went to her. Okay, because we haven't he's done, so we haven't okay. because he's so good and moral. <laughs> He let a terrorist go. A direct quote from the show. An Interpol agent says that he is the most ethical and moral person. Yeah. So keep that in mind. This little goody-goody. Let a terrorist go because he was like, I don't have jurisdiction. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, if you're a SEAL team, it doesn't matter. You'll get him anyway. Well, you know. But, like, anyway. 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 So this little goody-goody lets him go. And this terrorist goes and kills her dad because her dad was the one who helped him set up. Yeah. And... But that doesn't even make sense because he arrests her because she's a criminal. Yeah. We have not done any of our other stuff, but we're just going to okay. go with this. I don't yeah, care. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to get this off my chest. Yes. He arrests her mm-hmm. in France yeah. as an FBI agent. Yeah. Do you know what the F in FBI means? Federal. Do you know what federal government they're talking about? The U.S. <laughs> you can't just go to France. The FBI can't just go international to do whatever the F they want. Like they would have to have, it would have to be French authorities who yeah. brought her in. Mm-hmm. And then there might be like an extradition. Yeah. But like the fact that it was in France. Oh, that, and remember, he doesn't even work for them anymore. Well, that was in the flashback. No, that was not a flashback. He arrested her again when she was stealing the first time. Oh no! Yes, yeah, so he does it twice. Yeah, one and time, one time Car- he's not. Yeah, the, once he's not an FBI agent. One time he's just an art dealer. He's just an art dealer. A moral and ethical art oh dealer. Oh my god! <laughs> I, what a boring, what a boring thing to make now, your main character. I'm gonna say I understand the premise. It makes sense to me because we know that the selling of stolen art does fund terrorism. I did like so that. So I do understand the premise. Like this is factual. However, its delivery was ridiculous. I liked the fact that his whole MO mm-hmm. is I'm trying to return stolen art to their rightful owners. Yeah. I think that's a very topical yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. My problem with him is I wouldn't necessarily he's a douche, <laughs> but he has very douche vibes. Oh, uh, because he's a goody-goody. But, like, I would have liked more... There was, like, times when he was, like, really, like, obsessed with, like, the art yeah. of it all mm-hmm. that just didn't ring through to me. As genuine. As genuine. Yeah. I needed a more of a Noel Wiley character. Yeah. Like, the librarian. Yeah. Not saying it has to go that comical, right. but with someone a little bit more bookish or academic. Yeah. This dude is, like, in his shirt, cut down to his <laughs> nips. You know, He's like... He's wearing his messenger bag. Messenger bag. Yeah, yeah, like, you even said, you're like, you like his aesthetic. Yeah, I do. Even though, like, in the next scene, she's like, your aesthetic is garbage. You yes. look like a hobo. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, we have to get you clothes at work. I happen to have an ex-boyfriend who's your exact size. Yeah. Let's break in. We're going to steal him. And then this is another problem with my, I have with the show. Yeah. They cut, and he's wearing... The same exact thing. Literally the same outfit. It, he was wearing a white button-up yeah. with a blazer. Yeah. And then she leaves, and he's in a white button-up with a blue blazer. Yeah, it's the same. And now it's she does same. make a line that I kind of like. The $400 t-shirt? Yeah, she okay. says, you know, you can't go in there looking like that mm-hmm. because rich people have a way of identifying one another. And if they see you looking like that, we're going to get killed. Right. It's why $400 t-shirts exist. In other words, mm-hmm. like even though it's like a plain white t-shirt, right. you know that that's the $400 plain right. white t-shirt. So, like, I understand that it, it extrapolated. Like, he, the white shirt he's now wearing is now an expensive version of the same thing he was right, already right, wearing. Right. But it doesn't really hammer that home well. No. And it just makes it really fucking confusing. Yes. Because, like, literally my first thought was he's wearing the same yeah. thing. They could have put him in anything else. Their attention to detail was, was highly trash. suspect. It was trash. It was it was garbage because in the flashback he has the shield that he just stole from the black market. In the flashback, but he had just stolen it from the black market. Yeah, it was like they had one it was shield prop. Yeah, and it wasn't like 
It was a very distinctive shield. It yeah. looks like Captain America's shield, just not painted. Yeah, but it's it, vibranium for sure. It's, yeah. it's 100% made yeah. from Wakanda steel. <laughs> Stolen. <laughs> Stolen. Stolen. But like, then it goes into a flashback, and then very prominently yeah. is like that, that shield. That shield displayed on a column. But it's, it's not like a plot point no. or anything. It was literally like, we have this prop, and we need to fill up this space with something. With antiquities, Antiquity. quote unquote. But they use the same antique. In every store. By the way, you know what? I bet if we had looked at the, all the stuff in that quote unquote uh, black market, yeah, it would have been in her father's store. Yeah. Oh, I bet you. Yeah. I yeah. Bet you, I bet you 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, they were... It's not like they had a lot of extra antiquities lying around. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. So I guess we should do one of the one thing, though, that I was really pissed off about okay. was the terrorist, quote unquote, blowing up antiquities. And then the FBI... No, Interpol. Interpol storming the black market and shooting all of these vases. Just blowing the place. And that was the one part... Of, that so pissed me off. That was the one part that I actually kind of liked the main character oh guy. When, like, the vase... He was saving gone. vases? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, again... Because that would be me. If I was there, I would be saving everything there. But, again, that isn't, like trendy hipster beard guy <laughs> I need kind of someone a little bit more nerdy yeah like again if a Noel Wiley was sitting around me like oh this is yeah. do you understand this is like uh, yeah. 400 BC you know whatever yeah this is being dynasty what are like, you doing and he's like re- literally yeah. running around but then he immediately pulls off that shield and lets it get blown to shit <laughs> yeah he's like I'm just gonna use this to dodge bullets so I guess We've like skipped over a lot of stuff. And when he does, when you see it next, when you see it next, it's full of bullet holes. Yeah. So full he, of it. So, so you ruined it anyway. So he had some kind I, of like mental mm. algebra going on. Like, yeah. this vase is worth saving, but this shield is not. Is not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was really pissed off when Oded Fair blew up the pyramid. Well, okay, let's talk about the pyramid for a minute. <laughs> so the show starts off, and we are told through a voiceover Mm -hmm. that Antony and Cleopatra's tomb has never been recovered. And I looked it up, and that's true. That's true, because they were um, uh, exercised and ostracized. Yes, but Octavius did grant them the right to a tomb together. Right. Like, he did do that. Mm Now there's well, they had to hide it in order to uh, squell all the uprisings that might have come from. I'm it. sure that's part yeah. of it, and then, it was very political. And they're still trying to find mm-hmm. it, and they think it may have actually be underwater now, like due to earthquakes yeah. and whatnot. Cool. But anyway, so but the show starts off with this this woman Anna Castillo. Yeah. Uh, Doctor. Doctor. Anna Castillo. <laughs> I did like that. Like most of the people are are women. Yeah. So I did like the first three minutes. Oh, okay. I mean, I thought, like, the production values were garbage, obviously. Okay, okay. But I liked its whole kind of Deal. adventure feel. It, it, well, they, they really they really leaned into, like, the mummy of it yeah. all. Yeah. So, when she speaks Arabic, anytime you hear anyone speak Arabic in a movie now, it's only the words that were used in the mummy. Yes, yeah, so I'm going, Sirayda! Sirayda! Nimshe, nimshe! All I know yeah. is from the mummy. And every time in, re- like, modern movies, yeah. when they... Every time, they're every gonna time. Use, they use those phrases. Every time. Because everybody's seen yeah. the mummy, and it's like, yeah. we know what those mean. Yeah, so I was excited about yeah, it. Even though she's, like, finding this, like, ancient tomb, she's like, hurry up! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to last much longer, apparently. But she finds Anthony, Anthony in Cleopatra's tomb. Yeah. And we find out that okay. Cleopatra's missing. Yeah. And Nazis stole her? Nazis stole her, apparently. <laughs> For Nazi purposes? Uh, who knows why. You, you'd think they would steal Antony because, you know, they were sexist, too. Yeah. Well. So it's weird that they stole Cleopatra. I guess, I guess this is part of the whole mystery. She's probably, like, nuclear or something like that. Right. Right. Because that's what these shows go Yeah. Like. Yeah. I'm fairly certain she has radiation thing. poisoning or, or like a legit that. curse yeah, associated like with Yeah. Like the asp. Her. The poison yeah. that, like, made her like made this, her like, volatile snake god or, so. or something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but <laughs> it's only a fact. Plausible explanation for this. <laughs> but uh, Odin Fair comes yeah. in looking great. His hair is fantastic. He is so beautiful. God, his <laughs> hair is like he's got that salt and pepper thing going I know. on now. He's been very pretty it, since the mummy. He's got to be like fifty or sixty yeah. right now. He looks fantastic. Yeah, he does. And he, I didn't even see the lower half of his face. Nope, I was just looking at his eyes and hair. <laughs> But he's recognizable from the minute. Yeah. Maybe he's the one who feeds them the mummy lines. <laughs> but um, he captures Dr. Anna Castillo. Mm-hmm. 
kills the rest of her crew. And then explodes the pyramid. Now, wait, here's, wait, wait, here's wait, wait, the thing. We don't even know it's a pyramid at that point. No, we don't. Until they're driving away. We think it's like an abandoned tomb in the middle of a desert. Because nobody yeah. has been able to find Antony yeah. and yeah. Cleopatra. But no, it's in one of the big pyramids of Giza <laughs> in the middle of freaking Egypt. They show... Like, Cairo, air, I mean. They show like an aerial shot. I don't know if it's supposed to be Cairo. I only saw two pyramids, so it might not be Giza. Okay, my might but, not. But the fact is, it's like a four-story tall... It's a huge pyramid. And, it's hard to miss. And everyone's like, And there's people Antony? living around it. There's like, a big city around it, guys. Where is Antony and Cleopatra? It's like, did you not think to look <laughs> in that gigantic 400... <laughs> That's a, quite literally a tomb. You've built your city around it. It's so large. <laughs> Maybe that's a good place to look. <laughs> Crazy. So they blow this pyramid in the middle of this giant city. Yes. And they're like, yeah, we're done. And that was the end of the first three minutes. Yeah. And I was pissed off because, A, they blew up a pyramid. <laughs> B, they blew up all the antiquities inside it. Yeah. And C, it was in the middle of a city. It was in the middle of the city. Where supposedly Antony and Cleopatra were in. I don't understand that concept. Like, I think... How did you miss that the first 5,000 times you explored this pyramid. See, I think it's one of those things, like, I can understand it from a, uh, like, a filmmaking or a movie-making mm. perspective, but it's, like, there has to be a balance between that and what, like, actually makes sense. Yeah. Because I think what they needed was a huge, quote-unquote, terrorist attack right. that was... Like, that would be, like, a global situation. Like, mm-hmm. if, if Antony and Cleopatra's tomb was in the middle of the desert where nobody was around right. and you blow it up, nobody knows it happened. That's true. It has to happen, like, in a like a populated area. Right. But then you're also talking about this thing that's, like, we haven't been able to find it for 5,000 yeah. years. Yeah. And then we've also built our city around yeah. that very structure. Yeah, that's, that's absurd. It, it makes, doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. It makes sense. no sense. And like I said, it, it, it's those kind of, like, details that just, like, take you out of the mm-hmm. show yeah. a bit. Like, when they go to Rome later in the show mm-hmm. and they pass every single landmark, <laughs> and I'm 100% certain those landmarks aren't on a convenient walking path. <laughs> like, they're at ruins and then right. at the Trevi Fountain. Yeah. And they were at the Trevi Fountain for must have been eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> because they walk by it, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning, yep. and then it cuts away mm-hmm. and cuts back, and it's like midnight, and they're still there. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, well, it is pretty impressive, but I wouldn't spend eight hours I there. I wouldn't spend eight hours there. Like a good three. Yeah. How much gelato can you eat? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess we should kind of go through the plot, I guess. Of should show. we? It's already 42 minutes. We should go through the plot a little fine, bit. Fine, fine. So, like we said, first three minutes. Two. Oh, and they do say that there is a curse on Antony and Cleopatra's tomb, by the way. It, it, and, like, our main character, female, believes in it, even though he's like, you've never been superstitious, but she believes in that curse. Yeah. And in the first three minutes, there is that uh, archaeologist dude who's like, ooh, who shall ever messes with this tomb <laughs> is cursed forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very, very mummy-esque. So, basically... Uh, our main character, uh, I should look to see what his name is, uh, <laughs> Danny McNamara, uh, played by Matt Barr, uh-huh. I should say. He is approached by John Larroquette. Yes. Always great to see him. Always. Uh, so you know he's evil. Well, thanks to our season two. Well, spoiler. no, I think we would have known he was evil. I mean, like, he he comes in. He's a billionaire. Who's a great guy. And he's incredibly Question shrewd. Question mark. He's incredibly shrewd. Yeah, come on. Red flags. He's the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, just once you get to billionaire. Yeah, once you get to billionaire part, come on. He's a bad guy. But um, he is hiring, uh, what was his name again? Danny? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Douche Blondie, douche. whatever. But uh, he, he, uh, he wants him to find... The people. Oh, Dr. Anna's been kidnapped. Right. She was kidnapped. The rest of her team was slaughtered. The pyramid was blown up. Danny has quit the FBI yeah. after the death of. Uh, the, the, what is her name? Liza? Lina? Lexi. 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 Okay. After, hey, I got the L's. Yeah, there you go. After Lexi's father died, he quit the FBI, okay. and now he's just like an art guy. <laughs> well, he goes around finding stolen art and giving it back to its owners. Right. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what the job title is for that. Seems wordy to put on a business card. Artifact recoverer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how you would find one to, if you needed one. Yeah. But 
They Presum- exist. Presumably they exist, and, yeah. and he, this is what he's doing. Uh, John Larroquette's like, they stole Dr. Castillo. Mm-hmm. She's your mentor. You're the only person I trust to go after her. And he's like, okay, but I need one person. Lexi. <laughs> like, or whatever her last name is. Yeah. And so we cut to... Lexi. Who's in the middle of a hardcore, okay, intense makeout session. Making it. There's only one way that was ending. And that was And that's with a glass of champagne and an abrupt stop to sex. Yacht talk. Yacht talk. They start talking about the regatta. Like, literally, they're like on top of each other. On top of each other, on the wall, on the door, struggling, hands everywhere. everywhere. Like, octopi. Very next scene, they're still in their clothes and they're talking slowly about the regatta over a glass of champagne. Yeah, they're talking about yacht talk. And she's like... That's it. Like, seriously. And then she's like, why haven't you started getting undressed? It's like, you presumably stopped it. <laughs> Somebody had to have stopped like, this. pump the brakes. Like, <laughs> talk about it. Like, someone's going through the windshield. You stop that fast. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy how much that changed. But she's like, I guess, an art thief. She's a bit of a Catwoman-esque yeah. character. Yeah. She, she, she repels out of this building. It's pouring rain, guys. It's a deluge. <laughs> Of rain. Oh, this is great. This is where, again, that attention to detail is lost on these people. And <laughs> Danny jumps into the front seat of the cop car where she's He's been dry. Co- completely dry. She's still wet now. Dry enough. Like, she's soaking wet. Yeah. And he's dry enough that I'm, like, barely listening to the conversation, yeah. trying to figure out how he kept himself so dry. I'm guessing I'm like, intense oh, I'm, umbrellas. I'm like, he must have had an umbrella. And I, <laughs> I, I literally was looking at his shoulders. I'm like, is there water on his shoulder? <laughs> like, what, whatever. Then it seems like the rain stops. Yeah. Yeah, the rain not, stopped. Yeah, the rain stopped. He gets out of the car, opens up the back car, motherfucker. soaked. <laughs> He's soaked. Walks through a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend you guys watch this. Oh, my God. It is hilarious. It is so bad. We, um, I'm going to try to wrap things up. Yeah. We, we turns out that Lexi has a magic thumb drive that can fit. Is It has a universal it can, it port. It can hack any phone with a universal USB port that apparently slides into iPhones? Yeah. It slides into iPhones and she, Androids. But it, it's exists. okay, guys. It's the, okay, guys. She got it from Hong Kong. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's that's why it works. She got it in Hong Kong. I got it from Hong Kong. It's her boob thumb drive. She pulls it out of her boobs every time she needs it. it. She keeps it in her lovely, lovely boobs. It's literally the Hermione Granger of the show. It can do anything. Anytime you need something done, she whips it out of her tit. Yeah. It plugs in her phone, and she's like, it's okay. He's got it. It's okay. I'm GPS tracking him. I I, I changed the map apps on this. He has gangrene now. Yeah. You just have to wait till his arm falls off. We just have to wait for him to kick again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did think also when she gave him his makeover he looked like a Christian rock crooner <laughs> he does <laughs> let me see let me let me see what else I can throw in here really quick before we end up with this um, yeah uh, he, he tells Interpol he's apparently had some kind of relationship with this other woman who's the head of Interpol and apparently she was a Victoria's Secret model and she did some modeling to put herself through college so she could be the leader of Interpol (laughs) Interpol chief so basically she Lexi is using her underworld connections to find this uh, black market black market auction where possibly they could find information about where Cleopatra is and presumably that will lead them to Castillo yeah and Interpol just opens f***ing fire on all of these antiquities. Just like n- bullets oh flying my God. everywhere. Bull in a china shop. And he takes the shield He say, and he runs into his yeah. friend and he says, you do good work. And we're like, no, no you really you don't. don't. <laughs> you really don't. No, you don't. And because they're literally destroying millions upon millions of dollars. Just shredding it to pieces. Shredding it to pieces. And, and, and not to mention the history of it. And not to mention... The Lex- knowledge of it. it, it, the, it, it story-wise, mm. Lexi has just been outed by yeah. this arms dealer yeah. who just waltzes her out the back. Yeah. Interpol did not think nope. to cover any rear entrance. No, they did not. And I was like, why isn't anybody out like, here? Like an abandoned street. You don't even hear the sound of no. gunfire. No, you don't. <laughs> they're just, they're just in, a, in a road. Again, th- the attention to detail in this show is terrible. Well, she takes a rock and smashes the driver's side. Driver's side seat. So I'm like, is she going to like put a towel down to sit on it? Nope. 
No, after the father flashback, she's, she's got glass ass. She's got but apparently not. Her silk dress is protectant from a broken glass. <laughs> and they happen to steal a car that has a completely empty trunk, except for 10 feet of jumper cable yeah. <laughs> that they can use to tie for some nuts. I was like, where are all the dead bodies? <laughs> um, Who has a completely empty trunk? <laughs> uh, I didn't like the fact that he was always calling the cops. It seems to be his go-to oh, move is to call the God. cops. All the like... I don't mind. Like, I don't, Look, I don't. Okay, here's the thing. If you're going to uh, make a goody goody, highly moral, ethical dude, fine. But he cannot be constantly calling the cops every two flipping minutes. It's like a kid constantly going to their parents for something. Oh, it's he's like, the biggest narc. It's like, but like, I'm thinking about it now as mm-hmm. we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, does he show any capability? whatsoever. Of doing anything on his own? No. The only thing he does right Mm -hmm. is get Lexi to do it. Yeah. (laughs) And then when... And half the time she's like, no, I did it on my own because I knew you wouldn't be able to. He just keeps calling strong, capable women to do his job and he's going to get the fucking credit in the end. You know he is. Yes, he is. (laughs) Yep. He just keeps calling all his (laughs) ex-girlfriends to to (laughs) win his battles for him. (laughs) She'll fight my battles for me. (laughs) And then I'll get all the credit. Um, I mean, it's shrewd. And then, like, I guess, like, I guess we should really talk about like the end of the episode mm. where we discover that, like you said, yes. he is the cause of her father's death. Yes. As they were about to go live in sin in yeah. a apartment, and and his attitude to her is like, "Stop blaming me." It's like, <laughs> get over it. Yeah, it's only been two years, by the way, guys. And these people are like, and so she's like, I spent two years hating you because it was easier than hating myself. And it's like, no, you what? should hate no, no. him. Why haven't you stabbed him already? 100% you should hate him. And he, oh. he is the reason your father is dead. Yeah, oh, he most definitely is. And the is. way he came at her was like, get over it. Isn't enough time passed at this point. Oh, I loved in the flashback. So they're they're walking off to go get their new apartment. Yeah. They're leaving her father to die. And in his new antiquity shop. So it's not like they hid him very well. No, they, they made the antiquities dealer. <laughs> his, his, his witness protection thing is to do the exact same thing he's oh, already doing. Oh, my God. Just in, in a, a very, different town. In a prominent district in New York City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> They're terrible at their jobs. But, like, he's like, um, he's, the father is like, I know you like my daughter. He's yeah. like, and I know you guys are going to get an apartment yeah. together. And he's like, yeah, 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 that's right. I'm going to bang your daughter. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, he catches up with Lexi, and he's like, your father knows about us. Yeah. And she's like, is that a problem? And he's like, no, as long as you don't tell the FBI. And I'm like, the FBI doesn't know that you're moving in with a fucking criminal? <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, the show. You're going to that? Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Um, and uh, yeah, the last note I have here is her boob thumb drive is essentially magic. <laughs> yeah. It can do anything. It can do anything. Um, we didn't really give a lot of our predictions or anything that we normally Oh yeah, would our give, expectations. I did have facts, but we're already pushing an hour, so I yeah. guess we won't do facts today. Nope. It was cool. It was what were of, your facts about? Um, buried treasure that people haven't found. Oh, neat. Yeah. We should save that for something else. Let's do something else. Maybe for Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we're doing Miami Vice. We are going to do the ones we said we're going to do. And then one of our listeners sent in the, the supposedly best shows of 2022. So I think we're going to spend most of 2023 talking about the best shows of 2022. If they can so be called. If they can, can so be called. We're, we're, we're going to go through the list. Mm-hmm. So we're doing this because we said we would. Yes. And we put it off for a long time. Yeah. And we also put off Miami Vice yeah, for a so long that's, time. Yeah, so we're, we're going to do that next time. So we're, gonna, we're yeah. people of our word. Yeah. We're going to do it. Going to do it. But then I think we're going to take that list. And if we've already seen it, like I know Severance is on there. Mm-hmm. Well, we've already watched it. And we've right. We haven't done an official episode. We've discussed yeah. Severance. So yeah. we'll skip like stuff like yeah. that. Or stuff that I refuse to do. Like yeah. House of the Dragon or House something. House of the Dragon. And in those weeks... I'm gonna go. We're, we're, I think we should just go from like I think it's like fifty. So we'll just okay. go from fifty to one. Okay. And we'll skip the ones that we've either already talked about because I think it's like Miss mm-hmm. Marvel and She Hulk yeah. probably on there. And we've already done them. Yeah. But we'll go through so those weeks. We'll we'll slot in like a classic show. Yeah. Like a Miami Vice yeah. or a Space 1999 or whatever. Oh we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 
we want to put in there. Okay. But otherwise, we're going to go through this list. We'll find out who actually compiled the list. I'm sure it's like a magazine. It's like, I think it's Entertainment Weekly or something Probably. like that. And uh, we'll go through all. So, so by the time 2023 is over, we'll have discussed all of the hit shows of 2022. <laughs> we are so topical. It's uh, right on top of it. <laughs> I really like the idea of like taking a full year to talk about the previous year's show. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so that's what we're going to do. Oh, I guess we should do for God. It, sorry, guys. It's hard to get back into the routine of this. Yes, and, it like, is. This show, especially once we started talking about it, yeah, it, there was really no stopping. There is it. no stopping the blood and I, treasure. <laughs> I do kind of recommend Gushing. it. I do because it's bad, guys. It's bad. It's bad, guys. If and it's like, fun, bad. Yeah, it's a good fun bad. If you like yeah. bad movies, like I don't know how sustainable it would be. Yeah, like I don't know if I could stick with it for a full season no. necessarily. No, but like I think it's fun enough. To watch and pick apart mm-hmm. and laugh at and make fun of. I yeah. think it fits that niche really well. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know if it's like a season, a whole season, but your mileage may vary. It depends yeah. how much fun you're having with it. Yeah, exactly. It's dumb. I mean, just. Oh, it's, it's, it's bad. It's got its head hit with a brick. It's <laughs> dumb. It's, it was kicked by a horse at a young age. <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of fun. This is what some people said Fish Bibble. Fish Bibble. Uh, That's a good name. It's so bad. That's what I should have named my Metopia horse. Fish Bibble. Fish Bibble. They had some money, but zero idea what they are doing. <laughs> the actors are full of ego, but zero believability. What does that mean? Uh, full of ego? Or do they mean their characters? They're acting well? They're, they have swagger, but they oh. don't... Well, I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. Mm. He doesn't fit the role of antiquarian to me. Yeah. And like, yeah. and it's okay to kind of go against type a little bit. Mm. But he still, there's something that feels inauthentic about mm-hmm. him. His morality. His, it, the fact that... It the, doesn't feel genuine. It doesn't feel... And I kind of want someone... It who's feels a, forced. It feels really, really forced. I kind of want someone... I think it is more interesting to have a Nathan Drake yeah. gray character in yeah. that type of role. To make him completely moral and an mm-hmm. ex-cop, it yeah. just kind of makes him boring right from the get. Yeah. And, I, and, like, again, like, he doesn't look like the type of person who spent much time as a kid mm-hmm. researching art. No. And, like, the history. And, like, he, and he'll he'll rattle yeah. off facts, you know, yeah. like, oh, Vincent Van Gogh, yeah. a mad genius. It's like, look. And, like. That, he's that, that, not that, rattling off any facts, by the way. He's not really. No, no, he, he's he, not. He, very, I have yet to hear him rattle off a fact. It's very, it's very surface level, yes. everything he's saying. Like, it's very much stuff you already know as a person yeah. in the world. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, I he just doesn't convince me mm-hmm. in that role. I think she's far more convincing as her cat burglar thing, but yeah. even that's ridiculous. That's dicey. A dicey territory. <laughs> uh, the villain looks like he might chip a nail and cry. Are they talking about it there? And, <laughs> and the ridiculously arrogant beginning first five minutes is so stupid. <laughs> it actually seriously hurts that I am of the same race that created this tragedy. <laughs> wow. Sad that they get this much money and completely wasted it. I'm curious how much money they had because it didn't mm, look that good. It didn't look very good. In fact, I said the production value was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the main actor at least looks the part initially until he opens his mouth. Sadly, his acting is about as deep as the casting agent for the show. Not to say it won't find a select audience if you just care about good-looking guys who can't act. I don't think he's that good-looking. Yeah, no. And who carry a 5 o'clock shadow well. Then this is your show. Well, okay, that, that sounds like this guy's jealous of that guy. <laughs> he's a little obsessed. Fish Bibble's a little Fish obsessed. Fish Bibble's a little bit obsessed with Matt Barr, was it? Matt Barr... Danny McPherson or whatever his McNamara, McNamara. Like, but I mean, like, I would have liked to see the five o'clock shadow thing bothered me in the sense that he had it whether he was working for the FBI or, not, or after. Yeah. I think it would have been more of a character thing to yeah. have him have no beard, clean cut mm-hmm. when he works for the FBI, yeah. and after the tragedies that have befallen, have more him, of a beard. Yeah, he has more of a, like yeah. a, a world weary look to yes, him. Yes, that would have been great. And then, like, more of a linen shirt. Put him in his blazers when he's the FBI, but, like, a cool linen shirt with some, like, khaki pants as the artifactory cover. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that guy. Or, like, and, like, I still don't think it, the 
the fact that this show had a character <laughs> actually describe him as the most ethical yes. and moral person, yes. like that doesn't make sense to me based just on what he's been through. Yeah, I know. It feels like he maybe when he was in the FBI, right? But I feel like that the tragedies that happened, mm-hmm. the the fact would that have through, actually, you know what, made him smarter. Yeah. But he didn't learn from it at all. Like he it, is still the exact same person, even though he caused people to die. It feels like the tra- trajectory there would be, I failed as an FBI agent. Yeah. The world sucks. Yeah. I hate all of this. Yeah. And there would be like a more cynicism to yeah. this character. And maybe that's a little overdone. But like to be like, I'm morally and ethically upright. I'm quitting the FBI and I'm going to continue just... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It makes him blithely uh, irresponsible. Irresponsible, considering the amount of people he had killed. Yeah, yeah. He seems to carry no guilt. Yeah. He's like, well, I was a good person, and bad so, shit happened. You know, so not my fault. Not my fault, because I had my heart in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I had my girlfriend's father killed, I yeah. let Terrace go, yeah. who presumably, in the year it took to take him down, finally probably killed, killed him hundreds all. more. So that's my fault too. Yeah. But, like, it's okay because... I'm morally good. I mean, like, that, and that feels a weirdly that's conservative... Like, that's like, well, it, you know, if you go to church every Sunday, it's fine if you're a, a molester or a, a rapist. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm forgiven because I go to church. Yeah, it's like, no, man. Like, I'm morally upright, so mm-hmm. when I do things that hurt other people... No I'm, big deal. No big deal because I was trying... Like, yeah. to have a real character, he should have some kind of guilt that he's carrying around. Yeah. And the fact that he basically goes to her, get over the fact that yeah. I killed your father. Yeah. And just help me do my job. What are you bitching about? And then the fact that she's like, you're right. Like, yeah. it wasn't you, it was me. Ugh. It was my fault, mm-hmm. actually. When you think about it, mm-hmm. it was actually my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, amazing, says Joanna Christina Sol- Salvado. Oh, she's just really craving some mommy action. I seriously don't understand the hate. I love this kinder show. <laughs> but this is one extraordinary fantastic. I didn't like history in school because they were always telling the same thing. And not about this. <laughs> Why aren't they teaching blood and treasure at school? Uh, the cat. You know that. Okay, this is why she loves it. She never paid attention in history. So all these details just go right over her head. I, I love that she thinks this is factually accurate. Oh, my God. Uh, mm. The casting. Sophia and Matt is perfect. I loved how the story is. How we get to find out about the past. Why did he leave the FBI? And why is she a still amazing thief? We are getting to know what happened so many years ago. Two years ago? It's happened since 2017, and I think it's from... It's only been two years for them. <laughs> It's only been two years. Who can remember that far back? Mr. Shantaram makes more sense. All our artifacts from that period have been destroyed. (laughs) We don't know what happened in 2016. From over two years ago. (laughs) Putting up plaques for like... This isn't even before uh, (laughs) pre-COVID. This is... (laughs) You can't even say this was pre-COVID. They're putting up plaques on Chipotle's. (laughs) Like historical, historical monument two years ago. This is a show about history. Oh. About the ancient history. Of two years ago? 2016. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I think <laughs> I've said everything I can say about this show. She's garbage. I mean, would you watch more? No. <laughs> no. I'm not God. watching more. You got the take. <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> It was fun for what it was. I'm done now. Moving I, on with my life. I mean, like, I would I would recommend people watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 If you like bad things. Just turn it off when you're done. Just turn it off when you're done. It's and hilarious. You won't, reg- you won't regret turning it off. No. <laughs> but like, In fact, you might be more enriched <laughs> by the feeling of turning it off. Yeah, that might yeah. actually, like. Yeah. Help. It gives you a sense of power. This <laughs> is. Turning that off now. Turning that off. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for, like, a feeling like a loss of control in your life, <laughs> just turn off Blood and Treasure. Yeah. It will make you feel 100% better. 100% better. The other things that will make you feel 100% better is piloting the pilots. <laughs> Do we? Do we improve and enrich people's lives? Do we make you feel good and tingly? We can't even improve our own show. We didn't even follow our own outline. <laughs> we just started blathering about this thing. Um, we release each Tuesday when we feel like it. 
and can be found on iTunes. Well, it's not that we could. We were on vacation, guys. Uh, on iTunes, <laughs> we were doing SoundCloud, a lot of stuff. Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. <clears throat> As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter. <laughs> really? We're still there? I don't know. <laughs> Just email us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. Email us. Uh, we do love hearing from you. Like, we got a lot of uh, responses on our quiz answers. Yeah, they were yeah. all like Varric, yeah. which makes total sense. Yeah. Because only our, only the character of Varric would be listening to this silly podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that makes total sense that they were all Varric. Um, we would love to hear from you. Oh, yeah, totally, man. Tell, uh, tell us what you think of Blood and Treasure. I want to hear more. <laughs> I don't want to watch anymore. I just want to talk about it. <laughs> um, talk to us about Blood and Treasure. Next week, we are finally going to also be watching Miami Vice. Finally. Finally. We've been and threatening it. We've been threatening it, we, I think, since, like, October. Yeah. Or before October, probably, because that was when Halloween yeah. month oh, was going yeah, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, we're going to... We should have done Blood Month for October. Like, Blood and Treasure, Blood Circus. Blood Circus. <laughs> what do you think that's about? Uh, MMA fighting. Oh. Would that be worth watching? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Are there fighters trying to get ahead in life? It's like a Rocky kind of show. Ooh. That's know. my expectations for that. I'm not going to watch <laughs> We're it. We're not going to watch it. <laughs> we are not going to watch it. We're not going to watch that. I think it's a movie. I don't know. Oh, it's is a... it a movie? No, no, no. Huh. I have hiccups now, so I should <laughs> stop this podcast. Boop. <laughs> but anyway, because I have hiccups, I'm going to let you all go. We love you. We'll see you for Miami Vice. And then after that, we will go through the best TV shows <laughs> of 2022. Bye. Love you.